Good evening. The Dr. Seuss Podcast is brought to you by Thursday. It's fucking Thursday. Eat up, because you give a fuck. Does anyone know how to put on those, um... The, what is it? The glass? The Gorilla Glass for the phones? Okay, so I have the iPhone X Max. SX Max. I don't know. It sounds like Sex Max. And... And then it got all bubbly, and I'm like, should I just take it to a fucking professional? You know, I don't have it on right now, and I'm in between cases, you know. It doesn't sound right. It's like I'm saying I'm in between underwear. You know, today was fucking off the hook. And while I can't go into detail about it, it was off the hook. People were crazy, crying, boohoo scenario what the fuck are you kidding me shit talking i mean it was just um yeah it was just one of those oops i did it again moments not by myself um the rain is faking it's not real rain i wish it would fucking rain this air i'm in california I'm I'm always in California. When this show takes off, then we can travel. Um, I did use some of my inspiration, my Carrie Fisher humor, and told a story about how she said her father ate his um, hearing aids and they would scream into his stomach because he decided to put them into the pillbox. He thought that would be a great idea and woke up one night and drank them. Yeah. But that's Carrie's humor, not mine. Now, I'm going to ask a favor of all of you. If you like listening this to this show, please go and rate it. You can rate it. I think you can rate it on Spotify. I'm not sure. I haven't tried yet. I'm not going to rate myself. That's like Oscar voting yourself. Mariah Carey. <laughs> For gutter. Yeah, She's pissed that Lady Gaga's you know, um, what's it? Uh, I almost said the nightmare before Christmas. Sorry. A star is born took off more than glitter. Well, you know, Lady Gaga's got some fucking chops and yeah, you know, Mariah, you ain't no spring chicken, but I heard the new album and caution. It sucks. Cautionary. It sucks. It fucking sucks. I, I I I expected more from you, Mariah Carey. What the fuck is your problem? So if you go into the iTunes and you go to Dr. Zeus podcast and you scroll down. Okay, let's scroll down together because I really I would love this. I I need some, you know. Let's see. <laughs> okay. Um go to the ratings and reviews and just you know rate me. I mean, I I need to be rated. I I don't need to be spanked, but I need to be I, I need a rating, okay? Everyone else gets them. Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan's not always funny. He kind of it's I don't know whose fist is up his ass. You know, oh, well, he's a nice guy. 
Yeah, when you have, um, I almost said Mariah Carey. <laughs> Mariah, get out of my head. When you have Roseanne on your show, so she can talk about why she thinks that, you know, it's like, okay, you're feeding the beast. And that beast is eating, bitch. Oh, Mariah, there were better times for you. Just think, 20 years ago, you put out your number ones album. Remember that? 13 fucking number ones. And then she surpassed her own 13. I mean, she put songs on there on the record that she thought she would be they would be number one. And they didn't spark. You know, they were good songs. Um, but they, you know, we belong together. Well, we know that's not Tommy Matola's favorite. Um, but just think about that. 20 fucking years ago. And I was 17, about to turn 18. <laughs> we're not going to go there. Um... A lot of shit, you know, Monica Lewinsky's dress hadn't even dried yet 20 years ago. Now she's pissed off. She's upset. And it's like, you know what, honey? It takes two to tango. Yeah, he is not innocent. Neither are you. But, you know, a young woman said it very boldly. Um, that same year. And I and I thought she'd be an idol of yours. You know, she's a little younger than you, a little more wiser when it comes to money, but she's in a conservatorship. You know, I'll never forget. I can't stand her when I first heard, Oh, baby, baby, how was I supposed to know that with Bill Clinton it wasn't right? Show me the dress you wanted to let off on. Tell me, baby, cause I need to know now. Oh, because the song is totally about Monica Lewinsky. My loneliness is killing me. And I, oh my God, she is the inspiration for Hit Me Baby One More Time. Because he did. He let off on that dress one more time. <laughs> oh, God. 20 fucking years ago. 10 years ago, we elected Obama. I mean, oh, th- thunder. Thank you, God. Or as my friends in Brooklyn would say, thank you, God. <laughs> Lahayim. Um, uh, I want to I wanna give a shout out to my friend. Speaking of Lahayam, his son is now a teenager. Barukata, he's a man now. Um, I'm wondering if they had the var mitzvah. Oh no, they didn't. <laughs> he doesn't want it. <laughs> um, now I, I answered my own question. So, but I am thinking of you. Know that I am. Um, you know, all those naughty times we talked on the phone certain things I am not going to share because you know I don't I don't moan and tell you know it's just not you know if we if he were to come on the show I would we would playfully do it you know he'd he'd tell me some stories so stories about working you know he used to work for a big big fucking company I can't say who it's not my story it's not my place. Um, you know. Uh, 
but he's a smart man. He knows who who I'm talking about. <laughs> it's great. He's he's lying up and laying up in bed, growing that beard, getting healthy. Hopefully, I was. I'm not gonna say getting fat because I can't picture him getting fat. That's just not. Some of us did, unfortunately, but him, no. That motherfucker eats like a bird. Are you kidding me? I remember when I was healthy and I would post these pictures of the cookies and he's like, don't fall off the wagon. Thanks for jinxing it. I did. I fell off that motherfucking wagon. I burnt it. I I ran over it with my car. So I got a lot of work to do. <laughs> Herbalife. I know some of you don't believe in Herbalife, but it is working. It is stabilizing, um, you know, and I'm trying not to eat crazy. I did have a cookie on my lunch break, though. You know, I had a lot of fucking time and I didn't, I haven't gotten an hour in a long fuck. I don't even think I should be saying that because <laughs> usually I get 30. But, you know, today I was like, oh, my God, this is like sugar and butter put together. I'm just crazy. Um... I had my lunch. I think it was Valley Meal Prep. It was an Angus burger with sweet potato fries. I fucking woofed that shit down. It was so good. And then the vending machine, it was one of those card ones, and it wouldn't read my fucking card, and it pissed me off. Oh, maybe something wrong with you. I got money. Oh, really? Yeah, I got money. I don't... Ain't nothing wrong with my fucking card. So I went to Starbucks. I said, fuck this. I needed some peppermint dick or something like that. Uh, some peppermint frappuccino or the mocha. And then I saw they had the little snowman cookies and I wanted that fucking cookie. And I said, shit, well, let me check. Well, I'm thinking you better fucking hurry up. And thankfully they had it. I ate that cookie as quick as she gave it to me. And then I just pounded down that fucking drink. You know, oh thunder and lightning thank you so tomorrow i have no idea what the day brings you know shit is crazy motherfuckers shit is crazy tonight's show is not going to be a a long show you know i still want I, i i shouldn't say i want i just urge you all to rate my show this show has been going on nine months i've given birth come on come on people it's going to get a little more outrageous. You know, I'm going to not only talk about how do how do you fucking apply those phone covers? I mean, you know, the screen, the screen protection, that glass. And it's like, oh, God, I hope this doesn't fucking break. You know, how do you not pick your nose when you may be in back of coworkers on your way home? Sometimes that has happened, you know, you got something stuck in your nose, you're searching for that fucking tissue at the red light. Yes, I know. I wash my hands, don't worry. Every now and then, though, when it's dire, sometimes I just shoot it out of my nose, and then I'm like, where'd it go? You know, I don't know. I'm sure Fleetwood Mac didn't have that fucking problem, shooting things out of their noses. They put so much crap up their nose, it looked like Christmas time every year. Stevie Nicks, people walk up to her, hey, Stevie, you just look so happy. And you look at Stevie's nose, and it just looked like Alaska. (laughs) I mean, you know, she, and it's good she's sober now to live to tell. 
she fucking snorted so much fucking coke that she said she went to a plastic surgeon in the 80s she wanted to have her nose done i guess and he looked up her nose and, and said that she had burned a hole in her cartilage and he said your last hit your your next hit will be your last i know he wasn't talking about songs come on you know if only whitney had listened to that I like to think that somewhere Whitney Houston was watching behind the music, the Fleetwood Mac story. It was like, amateurs, you know, because she smoked it. She didn't snort it. All of Fleetwood Mac was doing cocaine. All of them, you know, but I don't do cocaine. I just have a lot of boogers in my nose. And sometimes you just have to shoot them out. It's a little embarrassing when I'm when I'm trying to, you know, blow my nose. People are watching me. I have to turn my head, you know, because I'm sticking a, a tissue around my finger. And I, you got to dig that fucking shit out. See what I mean? We're going to talk about outrageous things on here. Don't you don't you be prudent out on me, motherfuckers. Yeah, I know what you look like naked. Come on. The sun and the Holy Ghost fucking shit. Thank you, Kathy Griffin. Where is she at lately? I love her, though. I love that she doesn't let Trump get to her, you know. I don't think anybody should. I think our country really has been fucked up the ass with a big, giant red fist. And it's time It's time to lube up, bitches. It's time to let that fist go. Let it fucking go. I told you. I told you. I always did. You know, I got fake rain going off. Who knows what tomorrow brings? Hopefully a, a short day. You know, today was fucking long. I was just sitting there like, oh, fuck. Come on. Okay, goodbye. <sighs> you know, watch what fucking happens, bitches. I mean, I'm not really going to go into politics. Not a lot happened today, you know. Um... Oh, you know what I'm tempted to do? Oh, no, I'm not going to talk about that because I don't like them. I'm not going to talk about them. I'm not going to give them airtime. Fuck them. You know, I don't know. One of them was selling socks. And now he really, I was going to say I should let off in one of them. Send it back to him. Here, I want a refund. <laughs> you get to have it. My toes weren't in that. I stuck that on my dick. Yeah. I saw that on TV once, how people would, they would, or no, a friend told me that if you stick a sock and you jerk off and uh, that's so uncomfortable, you know, your penis doesn't need to be abrased, like abrasive. Are you kidding me? That's like sticking your cock into sandpaper. The fuck are you going to do? You need to take better care of your sexual organs. I think people just think, oh, they're for, my cousin used to tell me, oh, they're for baby making, so, yeah, like, you're ever gonna make a baby, <laughs> like, I'm ever gonna make a baby, I don't think so, get real, get fucking real, that's not what life is about, and one time, you know, I was, I was working with some people who think that that's what life is all about, is just making babies, and I said, no, and they said, well, that's what we live for, Bitch, that's what you live for. And your ugly ass ain't never gonna have no babies. You ain't no, you don't know about nothing about birthing no babies. Bitch, you don't. You don't. Yeah. Let's just say I'm, I'm happy not to 
you know, um, be in that mess anymore. That's all I'm saying. There's some craziness. You know, people be judging, you know. I don't like that shit. I don't get that. People like to judge and, ooh, ooh, well, we're better than you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Con artists, motherfuckers. I would show up on fucking time and then I get this text. Oh, I won't be there till 7.45. Are you fucking kidding me? I should be the motherfucking boss. But I'm not. But I didn't say that. I just was like, are you... F-? And then the, you can't even spell shed. Remember that shit? Can't even fucking spell shed. And I remember I said to someone, and that's the person in charge? Can't fucking spell shed. What kind of shit is that? And you show up at 745. And I'm there at 7 fucking o'clock in the morning. Waiting for 730 to roll down. I'm sitting there drinking my Starbucks. Sitting in my truck like, bring it. Bring it. And nobody fucking brought it. I haven't been back since. Good fucking riddance. I'm not pissed. I'm just letting it all out, you know. It's like Vomit Comet. Or fake rain. I'm praying for rain. There's a Cure song, which I can't play for copyright reasons. Prayers for Rain. Such a beautiful song. Yes, it's a little dark. But it doesn't make me feel dark. I don't listen to it and think, oh, gothic. No, I don't listen. It doesn't. It's music. It shouldn't have a genre. Oh, my God. It's gothic. It's dark. Yeah, he does talk about some dark fucking shit. Prayers for Rain. But it's so beautiful. Instrumentally. The music, his voice, the lyrics. I don't listen to it and think, oh, my God. It's so depressing. You know what I listen to and I think it's so depressing is every time Celine Dion puts out an album and you all pee-pee over it. You all just piss your pants. For all those times Renee was waiting for me to turn 18, but I was only 17. That's true. Yeah, Celine Dion. Talk about prostitution to the music industry. Or um, what's that other one she did? I hated when she did um, River Deep Mountain High. I love Tina Turner. Don't be fucking with Tina's song. You ain't got no soul. And here's the thing. You're going to say, oh, you racist bastard. (coughs) Here's the thing. Having soul has nothing to do with the color of your skin. Bonnie Raitt's got fucking soul. When Bonnie Raitt sings, you hear that soul. When Adele sings, you hear that song. When Celine Dion sings, what the fuck? It sounds like she's trying to wrangle horses, you know? Because I'm your lady. And you are an older man. Whenever you reach for the Viagra, I just look at your balls and think spam. <laughs> he's dead now, you know. Hopefully, he's he's you know it, looking better in the afterlife. He's got a new butt, and you know, a lot younger. I'm sure Celine don't won't recognize him when she dies at 115. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm sure you all love her, you know. Um, if you if she asked you to, 
you might just change your mind you know the only time I ever cared for her was the Beauty and the Beast song with Peebo Bryson you know it was a cute movie I love that song you know other than that I could give a flying fuck about her um all fine. You know, I do like um because I like to do it at karaoke. Uh it's all coming back to me. But see, I like Meatloaf's version. So what I do is I sing her version, but in a meatloaf voice. Because I fucking love meatloaf. Despite being a Republican, I st- I love meatloaf. You know, because he will do anything for love, but he won't do that. No. Um I love how he got the name Meatloaf, how his parents had him in the hospital and the father said, look at him, he looks like a big old piece of meat. And he called him meat. <laughs> and then the loaf stuck, I guess. You know, I forget, what's his real name? Is it Marvin? Not Marvin Hamlish, because that's, he's dead. <laughs> Marvin Hamlish was Barbara Streisand's friend, you know. Because, you know, um, memories... Like the corners of my... Okay. (laughs) Marvin Meatloaf. Um, What happened to Meatloaf? Okay, here we go. Meatloaf. Oh, born Michael Lee Ade, better known as Meatloaf. Okay. Let's see. I remember when he was in Fight Club. How old is Meatloaf? Meatloaf is 71. He's from Dallas, Texas. Mm-hmm. He will do anything for good barbecue. Because the Texans, and I know a few, they are fucking amazing at barbecue. Even if they're making tacos. That meat, oh God. That makes Taco Bell look like a slut hut. No. Ding. There's no bell there. Mm-mm. It's good fucking stuff, you know what I mean? Let's let's read about old meatloaf here. You know he wasn't it. Was he in choir? Let's see. Oh god, he knows Ted Nugent. Give me a break. Um Oh shit, I didn't know this. Is this is this Wikipedia or is it bullshit? Meatloaf relates a story in his autobiography to hell and back. Now that's a that's the title. Of how he and a friend and his friend's father drove out to Love Field on November 22nd, 1963 to watch Jan, Jan, John F Kennedy land. After watching him leave the airport, they went to Market Hall, which was on Kennedy's parade route. On the way, they heard that Kennedy had been shot, so they headed to Parkin Hospital, where they saw Jackie Kennedy get out of the car and Governor John Connolly get pulled out, although they did not see the president taken out. Ooh, that's pretty fucking crazy. You know who else saw him? Um, Let me see. He died uh, last year, too. Um, fame, famous, famous character actor. Think Twista. Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton was from Texas. Okay. 
I, I gotta get his story right because we gotta pay tribute to this because the the assassination anniversary comes up every year and it's fascinating to me I wasn't there okay so Bill Paxson was born in Fort Worth Texas okay uh, here we go Paxson was in the crowd when President John F. Kennedy emerged uh, from the Hotel Texas in Fort Worth Texas on the morning of his assassination November 22nd, 1963. Photographs of an eight-year-old Paxson being lifted by the crowd are on display at the sixth floor museum at Daly Plaza in Dallas. He later co-produced the film Parkland about the assassination. Paxson is distantly related to actress Sarah pa- Okay, that's nice. Uh, excuse me. Let's see here. All right. Bill Paxson died um, last year. It was, it was sad. It was sad. He talks about how, I guess, his father got them up really early and took them over because they knew Kennedy was coming. You know, he talked about how red his hair was, you know. And another weird coincidence. Doctor Who was supposed to premiere on November 22nd. 1963 and it was preempted Doctor Who originally ran from 1963 to 1989 and then some fucker cancelled it and it came back in 2005 thank god alright here we go alright if we can look Ah, Doctor Who first appeared on Saturday, November 23rd. This was 880 seconds later than the scheduled program time due to the assassination of the president. It was to be a regular weekly program. Okay. Okay. So, the Doctor Zeus podcast is brought to you by Good Night. I'm in bed. Fuck you. I'm just kidding. I love you. Um... I give a cup of shut the fuck up to people who don't use my time wisely and think that it's cute to have me just speed across the road trying to meet a deadline. Fuck no. Fuck that. I'm tired of it. I believe in better and bigger things. I believe in this podcast. I believe in you. Now I sound like Whitney Houston. And I loved Whitney. Now, nobody... Not even Celine Doggy Dion. Arf, arf. Could hit those. It wasn't so much about hitting notes. Whitney would sing and you feel it. It wasn't so much she was a diva. You felt it. Okay. Even Bobby, when she was singing, um, uh, I have nothing. And you look at Bobby in the audience and Bobby, you can tell he's not he's not up for this challenge. You can tell you can see it in us. He's like, oh, I fucked up. I can't give her everything she wants, you know, and she's pointing to him, too, as she's singing. She's looking at him. She's smiling. He's got the baby. I think she's only smiling because she's smiling at the baby, you know, but Bobby, you just look into Bobby's eyes and you can tell by his expression. He can never live up to what she wants, which is commitment, you know, um, fidelity. Hello. Yeah. Well, hey, it's his prerogative, you know, 
fuck that. I watched the Whitney documentary. Oh my God, I got to watch the whole fucking thing. But we'll talk about that later. I want to give some unpleasant dreams. It's Friday. You know what that means. Party. Yeah. Maybe I'll get to drink the rest of what I bought. <laughs> you never know. Um, yeah. It's good tidings, people. It's good tidings. It really is. Um, that is my cue to bid you all adieu. Good night, unpleasant dreams. The Dr. Zeus Podcast is brought to you by Please Review My Show. And I'll give you the biggest fucking treat. Kisses. And remember, a mind is a terrible thing to waste. So is a TV show. Good night.